1: you listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Pain.tv slash gold. I am Dustin Gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. All right, folks, I did not want to turn this into attack journalist Stephen Kisner. Kinzer tonight that was not the point of this but i do have to call out some of these things when i hear them and then it may start to answer the question as to why certain uh supposed journalists don't want to come on the show folks it's okay it's okay. I mean, I don't want to bring anyone here who's going to spread disinformation around. I mean, even the guest uh, we had the other day on technology in the live entertainment space, I mean, that was not a disinformation agent. We actually learned some things about technologies now being utilized in live entertainment, so I think that was a a net plus to us. Uh, but I don't want to bring someone on here who's just going to spin and uh, cover for the cia and for the state and run cover for what they're doing today and if kinzer was on here i would have to ask him as i asked the guest the other day you heard me ask well what do you think about this metaverse coming do you think people are going to live in the metaverse and live entertainment's going to be gone well if kinzer came on i'd have to say well what's the difference between this and the brain initiative what's the difference between this and that and so that's what i think uh, some of these people are Afraid of um, the questions and the conversation that may transpire over here at the Dustin Gold Standard. So I have to call this out because I don't want you to think that I'm just pushing this official narrative because I'm not. I don't believe anything the government says. And so while we're reviewing this in order to get the information uh, from the foremost expert, we can also use it as a teaching moment as to where I think there's some spin going on here and where I see Kinzer running cover for the government. All right, let's continue. Ed?
2: Whitey Bulger was one of the prisoners who uh, volunteered for what he was told was an experiment aimed at finding a cure for schizophrenia. Um, uh, As part of this experiment, he was given LSD every day for more than a year. Uh, He later realized that this had nothing to do with schizophrenia, and he was a guinea pig in a government experiment aimed at seeing what people's long-term reactions to LSD was. Essentially, could we make a person lose his mind by feeding him LSD every day over such a long period? bulger wrote afterward about his experiences which he described as quite horrific he thought he was going insane
1: right so okay so at least according to kinzer the idea behind this experiment was essentially to see if they could make someone lose their minds by feeding them lsd every day but then on the other side when you have these celebrities these influencers of their time taking the LSD through Gottlieb funded experiments and then spreading those around into the so-called counterculture. How do we know the objective of the CIA was not to break everyone's mind out there on the street that they are literally walking, talking, you know, human trials, Guinea pigs walking around. Well, you don't know that. Therefore, how does Kinzer call Gottlieb, the unwitting godfather of the counterculture movement how do we know that wasn't completely intentional which i believe it was folks all right let's continue
2: he wrote uh i was in prison for committing a crime but they committed a greater crime on me And towards the end of his life, Bulger came to realize the truth of what had happened to him. And he actually told his friends that he was going to find that doctor in Atlanta, who was the head of that experiment program in the penitentiary, and go kill him. Now, that doctor later died a natural death, so Bulger didn't uh, get to carry out his wish. But bulger was one of many prisoners across america who unwittingly were fed huge doses of lsd and the reason for this was very simple Godley wanted to create a way to seize control of people's minds and he realized it was a two-part process first
1: okay i i want you to pay careful attention to this part right here and um I have found this uh, in several different sources. So this is, I mean, it's true, at least as far as we're supposed to believe it. So just listen to this. This is what the government admits to doing.
2: He had a way to seize control of people's minds. And he realized it was a two-part process. First, you had to blast away the existing mind. Second, you had to find a way to insert a new mind into that resulting void. Well, he didn't get too far on number two. But he did a lot of work on, number one, trying to find out how to destroy the mind of a human being. And that was the purpose of experiments that he carried out in prisons in the United States and at secret detention centers in Europe and East Asia.
1: And he worked with. Okay, so pause that for a second. So as I've told you. Uh, a few different times over the last couple of episodes. The job was to blast away your mind and then replace the void with another mind, right? To fill that void. But we see that, folks. This is what Dr. Charles Morgan III was talking about. This is what, um, you know, Peter Emanuel and Diane Deolius and others talk about. I mean, this is all part of this mind control. Now, you ask yourself... If we get to the point with, let's say, a Neuralink brain chip, you know, an AI brain chip or a transcranial electronic stimulation helmet or N cubed, as they call it under the DARPA brain initiative. Let's say, which is the non invasive version of the Neuralink brain chip, basically a helmet you put on. And if we get to the point. Where we started this whole show back in episode one with Ray Kurzweil, where we can upload the consciousness to the cloud and they can build sort of this AI hive mind that that I believe the elites want. They want this superhuman uh, brain, superhuman, um, you know, that they want access to the superhuman AI hive mind. Well, if they suck your mind out of your head, what do they fill that with? And so when they talk about beaming that back down into your head, is that connected to this? Is that the void? Once you upload your mind, your consciousness, are you now an empty vessel? And so they're going to download something else into your head you see i haven't figured it all out yet folks but see how it all connects all these themes everything is about sucking your brain out filling it with something else dr charles morgan iii talks about implanting memories into your head while you're sleeping they can use stem cells to inject in you to do this and do that everything is manipulating the uh, human either because they're trying to engineer human into perfection which they will never get to and so it will just continue until humans are basically gone until they engineer them out of existence or the goal is the final solution which is to just genocide humanity you know and and then obviously these guys are seeking out immortality as we've covered here Either through drugs to cure their physical body or through uploading the mind and downloading it into a new biological or non-biological uh, body right this is just some sick stuff going on all right let's continue here
0: some pretty high-class torturers too from one of the Nazi doctors and the chief poisoner uh, from Japan during World War II. how do they end up in his program one of the
2: most remarkable uh, discoveries that I made in the research for this book is that the CIA Mind Control Project, MK Ultra was essentially a continuation of work that began in Japanese and Nazi concentration camps.
1: All right, let's pause right there. Let's pause right there. Okay, so he starts off, um, Kinzer starts off talking about how LSD Was created in 1943. That's why I wrote this down, folks, in Switzerland. And the CIA became aware of it. But see, the CIA became aware of it because now he's going to tell you, uh, which is what I found in my research, that this was a continuation of what came out of Nazi Germany and out of Japan. And so, as I mentioned to you yesterday, we went multiple forms, folks. So we had Operation Paperclip where we brought over 1,500 Nazi scientists and engineers, put them in charge in different government programs and departments and projects And then we had the other program where we were hiring Nazis to be spies against the Soviets. And then basically we would give them a golden parachute and retire them over here when they were done with their work in the field. And then we had Gottlieb bringing over Nazis and Japanese torturers to actually teach him about the experiments they were running inside of concentration camps all of which we were supposedly going over there to stop but then we just imported it here and had this guy and many others Sidney Gottlieb just being one of them running the same experiments over here all right let's continue
2: I a mind-control project MK ultra was essentially a continuation of work that began in Japanese and Nazi concentration camps not only was it roughly based on those experiments, but the CIA actually hired the vivisectionists and the torturers who had worked in Japan and in Nazi concentration camps to come and explain what they had found out so that we could build on their research.
1: For example... Now, now what's the difference? What, I just want to ask you, what is the difference between the CIA, the government, hiring these Nazi and Japanese torturers to come and teach them versus a Dr. Charles Morgan III standing in front of West Point Military Academy and teaching the cadets and faculty about all of the mind-altering as well as all of the uh, methods of death that we've developed. Remember, he talked about if they have your DNA profile, they could create a disease that they can spread, say, in uh, Times Square, And if it's matched to your DNA, it won't harm anyone else, but it will kill you. What's the difference, folks? What is the difference? What is the difference between uh, Nazi Germany and us? I mean, seriously, at this point, tell me what the difference is. Except that we're working to genocide everyone. I mean, honestly, try to think about this. I know it's difficult. Many of you have the American flag flying outside your house. You know, but what is the difference when you know now what our government has done and what our government is doing? Tell me the difference. And many of you will complain about the tyranny that our government inflicts on us here at home, that they've abandoned the Constitution. Whether you blame the Democrats or you blame the Republicans don't really matter. But you see what our government does here. You say it's a tyranny. You say it acts like fascists, and then you find out that we are doing the same experiments. We hired the actual Nazis to train us after we supposedly defeated them in war, and then you see what we're doing today, and I'm going to show you more. That's where this is going, folks. You're going to see what we're doing today. That this never ended. And then ask yourself, okay, well, if we're acting like fascists, if we've abandoned the Constitution, if we are a tyranny, and I would say we are a uh, transhumanist technocracy, but we are a tyranny, and we actually had the Nazis train us to do this stuff, to break people's minds, to blast their mind away and replace it with something else, how are we not Nazi Germany? Please explain that to me. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to Pain.tv slash Gold. War listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash Gold. War listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold all right folks on top of it on top of it we are spread far and wide what 900 military bases worldwide we're over there poking around In Poland's business right now, provoking uh, the Russia situation. I mean, isn't this all the things that uh, Nazi Germany was accused of doing? What makes us any different? Seriously, it hurts and it pains me to have to say this stuff about my government, about my country. I mean, people will say, I love my country and I hate my government, but what is your country? Uh... I mean, the country is the government. The government controls it. So, I mean, the government controls the territory of which is your country. So at this point, uh, I mean, I I hate the world. (laughs) I mean, seriously, the world is under control of a one world government. But the United States plays an enormous part in this stuff, folks. I don't believe we are under the control of some world power. I believe we are one of the controllers of the world power. As uh, Papa Bush said back in the day, this is the beginning of a new world order. Yeah, we are leading the new world order, folks. We fund most of these organizations all right let's continue with this we need to get through it here we go
2: example, nazi doctors had conducted extensive uh, experiments with mescaline at the dachau concentration camp uh, And the CIA was very interested in figuring out whether mescaline could be the key to mind control. That was one of their big avenues of investigation. So they hired the Nazi doctors who had uh, been involved in that project to advise them. Another thing the Nazis provided was uh, information about poison gases like sarin, which is still being used. Nazi doctors came to America, to Fort uh, Dietrich in uh, Maryland, which was the center of this project.
1: Yeah, one mile down the street from me was the center of this project. Also, folks, also, at the beginning of COVID Land, the High School Theater production, when Donald Trump was out there saying, China virus, China virus, came from China, came from China, it turned out that Fort Detrick scientists were over there working in the Wuhan lab, and that China actually pointed the finger back at the United States and said, this wasn't us. This leaked out of Fort Detrick. Or you made this at Fort Detrick. You know, in my mind, probably everything is theater, but I'm just saying. So it's it, Fort Detrick has been an instrumental part of this. I've read a lot of articles I found um, cataloged here from the Frederick County newspaper about all types of lab leaks that have happened over the years that were reported locally in the Frederick newspaper that never made it to national news. In fact, a few months before covid land kicked off there were people in and around this area that were getting sick with what seemed to be later the same symptoms as what people were catching when they got uh supposedly got covid and so <laughs> you say to yourself you know could it have leaked out of there was it something that actually leaked out of there intentionally or otherwise i would say intentionally because they had the uh mrna tech ready to roll out in fact they developed some of the mrna tech where at fort dietrich at fort dietrich folks all connected into fort dietrich so they were doing this mk ultra mind control stuff over there as well let's continue to
2: lecture to cia officers to tell them how long it took for people to die from sarin and was there a difference in how long it took to die if you were a small child or an infant whether you were an elderly person or whether you were a healthy middle-aged person the only way to know this would be to have killed all those people the cia was eager to get this kind of information and actually One of the things that is the most bizarre about the fact that we relied on Nazi doctors is that Sidney Gottlieb himself was Jewish and his parents had emigrated from Central Europe in the early 20th century. If they had not emigrated, Sidney Gottlieb might well himself have been brought up in Central Europe, forced into a ghetto, brought to a concentration camp and become the subject of one of these grotesque Nazi medical experiments.
1: The grotesque Nazi medical experiments that Sidney Gottlieb was running on behalf of the state. Running on behalf of the state, folks. And so I will give Kinzer credit for bringing up that point there because uh, we are not allowed to talk about that. But there are others. Yuval Noah Harari happens to be uh, Jewish um henry kissinger who's written about depopulation happens to be jewish george soros for those of you that don't know if you go back and you look at the i believe it was 60 minutes interview with uh i think it was steve croft who had asked him about his time growing up in nazi germany and how his father had Uh, basically put him with a Nazi soldier who was going to protect him. And so he asked Soros about his time having to point out Jews in the communities. And Soros said, well, if I didn't do it, someone else would have. If I didn't do it, someone else would have. If I didn't do it, someone else, no, that's Henry Kissinger. But they all sound similar, folks. So you have to ask yourself, why? And then you go and you look at as I've alluded to on this show, a bunch of the doctors that are working for the government today and working out in the so-called private sector and these government-funded universities, uh, the gold Blatt's and the green bombs and the rest of them—you say to yourself, "Wait a second! Wait a second! You're helping develop this transhumanist anti-human technology that." literally grew out of nazi germany that you're now helping move this technology forward look at the uh, anti-human you know frictionless shopping robots artificial intelligence a lot of this gene therapy and stuff comes out of israel and so i'm not sitting here just saying okay these are the people that are the only problem i could never say that on this show but and and it's not because there's all types of people involved with this stuff but you'd have to say those would seem like the people who would be the most against this would be speaking out against this would be calling for the international ban would be pointing their fingers at the united states government telling them to stop that they're acting like nazi germany would be pointing their fingers at elon musk And Peter Thiel and the rest of them and saying, this is terrible. You are working to engineer humanity out of existence. But no, you don't see that. You actually see them leading the charge on this stuff, folks. One day, one day, we'll have a discussion about it. But I'm able to bring it up here because... A journalist named Stephen Kinzer, the foremost expert on MKUltra, just brought that up in regards to Sidney Gottlieb. So, I am just commenting on that. Censors, please, don't take this show down. I did not, uh, I did not go into, into the land of which gets you fully censored and shut down. But I just want to bring that up. It's important. And, and I've mentioned on this show before, I think, or at least when I filmed the piece in front of Auschwitz concentration camp... I think I've earned the right to be able to talk about some of this. My last name is Gold, okay? My paternal uh, grandfather was uh, Austrian. His parents came over here from Austria. They were secular Jews. Uh, They came over pre-World War II, uh, but at a time that my great-grandfather was sort of fleeing, being um, drafted into Germany's army. It, it's complicated. My great aunt knows the whole story, which she's passed on to my father. Uh, but I don't sit here and harp on this stuff. I don't really. I don't talk about the Holocaust and how I deserve reparations. In fact, to be honest with you, I'm also quarter Japanese. My uh, maternal grandmother um, was in Japan. She's from Japan, and my grandfather was serving in the army stationed in Japan during Korea. Uh, The Korea War. So he brought my grandma back. So I'm a quarter Japanese. No ancestors that were Japanese torturers, as far as I know. But yeah, so I'm a quarter Japanese. I'm a quarter Austrian Jew. Um, Brought up Protestant. I'm also Italian, Scottish, Irish, and English. So I'm a little bit of a mix of everything. But folks, You know so I'm allowed to talk about this stuff I think I think I'm allowed to did I earn my right to do that all of you can too I really don't care I think people should be able to talk about anything they want but this is very interesting this story about Sidney Gottlieb right, let's continue
2: nonetheless he didn't seem to have any problem working as a CIA officer with the doctors who conducted those experiments
0: yeah I found that pretty hard to understand um but you know also
1: (laughs) that's a nice way to i found that pretty hard to understand okay let's continue
0: kurt (laughs) blome one of the nazi doctors who was hired by Sidney gottlieb was on trial in nuremberg he was acquitted but he was one of the nazi doctors who was tried and the nuremberg code established that if you are conducting experiments that the person you are experimenting on needs to give informed consent. And, of course, MKUltra totally violated the Nuremberg Code, but apparently the U.S. never signed on to that, never adapted that
1: yeah right all right so this is going to be an interesting conversation here because informed consent and the nuremberg code came back up everybody wanted to sue the government over the nuremberg code over the covid jab and such so let's just see what uh kinzer has to say here
2: if the united states had use the nuremberg code domestically Sidney gottlieb would never have been able to do what he did there couldn't have been mk ultra what Sidney gottlieb did is exactly what we sentenced nazi doctors to death after the second world war for doing in concentration camps
1: but it wasn't right so there you go so as he admits there right that Sidney Gottlieb was doing exactly what the Nazi torturers, the Frankenstein doctors were doing. The question I would have for Kinzer, though, is that what is the difference between what sydney gottlieb was doing and what the government scientists and engineers are doing today especially because folks as we dissected here you hear dr peter emmanuel and diane in the cyborg soldier 2050 podcast who wrote this paper for the government talking about how they're basically connecting bionic limbs and using brain-computer interfaces inside of veterans, soldiers, whatever, that come back over here that are injured, they're disfigured, and so those are sort of the human trial guinea pigs. Now, They can say, oh, there's informed consent because we're telling them what we're doing to them. But the purpose of what they're doing to them is not what those people are led to believe. Just like in the case of Whitey Bulger, if we believe that story. But in the case of Whitey Bulger taking the LSD because he thought he was part of a trial which was to look at schizophrenia. Okay, so if you come back and they tell you they're giving you a brain-computer interface so that you could hug your child, but in reality, that information is being used for a DARPA experiment to later create a cyber uh, soldier, like, well, what's the difference, folks? They're not being forthcoming whatsoever. But there you go. We now just heard again, Sidney Gottlieb was doing the same thing that Nazis were executed for. Uh, That were tried at the Nuremberg trial. So what's the difference? And it's not Sidney Gottlieb. It's Sidney Gottlieb for the CIA under the direction of the head of the CIA at the time, Alan Dulles, right, through his boss, Richard Helms, who later became the head of the CIA, which answers to the executive branch, which is the president of the United States, which you are supposed to believe is the most powerful person on planet Earth. Okay, so it was done with the state's permission, and it continues to this day, which we will prove and have already proven, but we will further prove this to you, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's take a quick break. I am Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold.